Welcome to the More Room for Joy podcast with your host, Christine Baker Marriage, where she offers strategies to overcome life's hurdles, ways to create a life filled with intentional happiness, and ideas on how to find balance in all of the aspects of your personal, home, and work life. Stay tuned so you too can learn how to design a joyful life. If you are struggling with finding happiness in your day-to-day life, if you want more out of your life but you can't really seem to find it, and if your responsibilities are dragging you down, then stick around as we discover how to find joy. Hi friends, Christine Baker Marriage here from More Room for Joy. Welcome to episode three. I am so pumped that you're here today. Love it. Let me ask you a question. Do you find your life sometimes, or more than sometimes, a little lifeless? If you said yes, then it's time to design a life where you are experiencing joy. It is okay to make More Room for Joy. You totally deserve it. It's, it's like a life goal, right? That we all should be trying to achieve. Joy is what sustains us. It's what pulls us out of our depths. And today on the More Room for Joy podcast, we are talking about what joy is, why it is so important, and how to find it. I'm also including a bonus topic today about joy and the current pandemic that we are in. And just for historical reference, we are the end of May in 2020, month three, the end of month three of this pandemic. And um, it's, it's a little crazy, right? I, I'm sure you would agree with me on that one. All right, so let's get started. I truly believe that we can have pure, crazy, big joy and at the same time be adults. There's so many people that I hear um, talk about how they're taking care of their responsibilities, but they're not happy. And they, you know, they're saying, well, you know, we're adults now. We can't really uh, be all that happy because we need to be responsible. I don't think those things are mutually exclusive. I think you can have joy and, you know, wear your big girl panties, okay? I really feel like joy is something that kind of moves us in between joy and that you know, happiness that we think is the opposite of responsibility. So it's it's the fluid movement between responsibility and creation. Uh, I talk about that in episode two, and I'll explain it a little bit more in a little bit. But let me talk to you about a time where I was feeling similarly, because I was meeting all my expectations of myself and my responsibilities, and I was doing it head on, right? I was getting it all done. All the while, while I was ensuring that I was taking care of myself too, because as you know, I'm all about balance. And so I was, I was doing all the right stuff and, and, you know, ticking off all the checklists and, and creating so much balance in my life. Like you could have, you know, I could have been a balancing act, right? Anyways. So while all that was happening and I felt like I was on the right track, I still wasn't feeling joy. I had moments of happiness, absolutely. But there was like this deep joy that I I wanted to feel and 
I just couldn't believe that life was joyless, you know, at this stage in the game. If anything, I wanted to experience more joy because I, I felt like I had the life experience, <clears throat> excuse me, to know um, all of all the different aspects and opportunities of joy. And I, yet I still wasn't feeling it. Um, I wanted to feel like that deep seated, big, huge joy that I talk about. And I thought it would come if I had all my ducks in a row. Uh, if I was, you know, had all my to do's checked off and I was experiencing tons of self care and all that, but life was still a little lifeless. And so, so I went searching for it and I bet sometimes you are too. So in order to find joy, I think we need to understand a few things first. Uh, so what is joy? Joy is the emotion evoked by well-being. It's also a state of happiness. It's not, I don't think it's happiness in its entirety. I think we can have happy times, but I think joy is like this um, undercurrent of emotion that we always can rely on. I think happiness is much more uh, situational. It's also a source or a cause of delight. And I really like this definition that I found uh, in the dictionary because and actually a synonym that caught my attention was transports of delight. And I just think that's the coolest way to look at joy. And I always know when I'm feeling that big pure joy because I'm brought to tears. And my family makes so much fun of me when I do this, but, but I just can't help it. It's what, it's what brings me back to center. It's what brings, it's what, it's how I know that the things are, I guess the only way I can describe it is aligned. And like, it feels like all for that one split second, all the, the stars are aligned, everything's in balance, and what is meant to be happening is happening. And the feeling of joy is so overwhelming that I'm brought to tears. So joy is definitely possible. And that, that I think is extreme joy. You know, that's like the uh, highest level of joy, I guess, but it's, uh, it's a beautiful, amazing experience when I do experience it. So, so why is joy so important? So joy is important because like I said before, it sustains us. Um, but also it has physical and mental uh, benefits too. We can experience joy in all aspects of our lives. Research has shown actually, which is, I think this is really cool, that joyful people experience less heart attacks, lower cholesterol, decreased stress levels, and longer lives. I think that is amazing. When we experience joy, there's dopamine and serotonin that is released into our system and we physically or physiologically feel joy. Like we feel that happiness. Those are feel good, um, or not emotions, feel good hormones. There you go. So how do we get those? How do we get those to release? So you can pet a dog. You can talk with somebody that you care about. You can take a walk in nature. You can do what, you know, really whatever makes you happy or what you perceive as happy. One thing that I've done that uh, I've practiced and now is a habit 
is I smile when I'm driving. There are so many, t- I don't know if you guys experienced this, but you know, when I'm driving, especially when I'm driving alone, my mind starts racing. It's almost like popping in the shower, right? And your mind just starts going. I, I'm, I'm sure it's because you have uh, no other stimulus that's distracting you other than like when you're driving, you're driving and, and that's, it's a, a automatic thing. You know, now at this point in my life, it's an automatic thing. I can drive anywhere and, you know, and not pay that much attention to it, to the process of driving, right? Obviously, I pay attention to my surroundings. Don't get me wrong. I don't want any hate mail. I, but what I'm saying is, is that the more you practice, the more it becomes an automatic activity, such as driving. So when I am driving, I find that I start thinking about things and brainstorming and whatever else. And sometimes, you know, especially if I'm in a rough patch or having a rough day, my face shows what I'm thinking, you know, so it's, it might not be, uh, it might not be really all that pleasant (laughs) to look at. I might be scowling or, or upset or confused or contemplative or whatever, but now I've made it a practice to when I drive, I smile the entire time. So for two reasons, one, because it's a visceral response that I'm creating in my body to uh, perceive that I am happy. And your body will literally react to something that you perceive as happy and react accordingly. So if I am telling my body that I'm happy by smiling, then it will release that dopamine and serotonin naturally. And I naturally become a little bit happier, a little bit more joyful. The second reason why I do it is so that when people look at me, if they're next to me at a light or if they are just passing by or they're walking, whatever, and I look at them and I smile, then they too will perceive that hopefully as something happy and react accordingly. So not only am I creating happiness for myself and joy, more joy for myself, but I'm also offering it to other people. I think that's kind of cool. So that's something that you can do to literally create a a physical response in your body. Um, Mentally, it gives us strength and energy and it boosts our resilience and well-being. And it can literally change your life. You can literally choose a different outcome just by choosing joy or to be joyful. Now, let's talk about bonus topic and this pandemic real quick. So not feeling joy in this pandemic is okay, (laughs) because let me tell you what, this is a crazy, unsettling time that none of us have ever experienced. And there are so many uncertainties. Um, it, It is completely okay to not be having a good time right now. Um, it is completely okay to not be okay. It is completely okay to not feel joy in this pandemic. You are not less of a person if you've struggled during this time. We, I believe we all have in some form or another. Um, I, I, I have not spoken to one person that has said, nothing has changed. 
I am fine. I have not spoken to one person. I think we're all experiencing something on some level um, which really distracts us from, you know, the lives that we had pre-COVID, which were almost automatic and, and almost, uh, well, a lot more free form, that's for sure, right? You are you and you are doing what you need to do in order to move through this crazy, crazy situation. So don't let anybody judge you for that. And most certainly don't judge yourself. Okay. I really think that this pandemic is an opportunity to get off of the treadmill of our lives and stop and reflect and really bring into focus what is truly, truly important in our lives. It's painfully hard work to do that assessment and to to understand, you know, all of the things that are, that we put off and, and that we don't, uh, address, um, you know, working through that and being honest about that is extraordinarily difficult and it's very hard to move through. When we are honest with ourselves, we often see where we are more accountable for things than we originally thought. And that, that's hard to accept, I think. So, so please if you are not having a good time during this pandemic, don't, please don't judge yourself. And what I'm offering is a way to, again, practice. I love the, the term practice because I, we don't have to like be anything just after, you know, one occurrence or, or after we receive a formula or whatever, we don't have to be anything. We, I think it's a, it's a way of practicing it's practicing is way more important than, uh, than being perfect at something. All right. So that leads me to how do we find joy? <laughs> you know, once we have moved through all the things that we need to move through and work through our assessments and work through our priorities, you know, and reassessing those, how do you find joy? It's sometimes the experience in experiences and relationships and situations that bring us joy are literally right in front of us, but we miss it sometimes because we're too tired or too busy or too distracted or going through a pandemic <laughs> or whatever, but we still can find it. When we're ready to choose joy, we can find it. And I've developed a formula on how to find it. And I call it TAG. T-A-G. And I like that because you can little, literally label or tag anything that you're experiencing joyful. So let me explain. So T, the T stands for trust. So trust, trusting that you are going to be okay, I think is the first element of the formula on how to find joy. Letting go of any expectations that you had on how things are going to be turning out or should turn out or you want to turn out. Letting go of those expectations and trusting that it will turn out the way it's supposed to, I think is step one. You know, I think it's important to do your best and to believe that it will all work out. Taking care of yourself so that you can pivot at any moment and adjust your direction and your plan uh, is essential to the trust aspect of this. So when you, when you've prepared yourself, you know, uh, physically, emotionally, through, uh, 
knowledge, through education, through human connection, through having a strong foundation of where you want your path to go, then you can pivot and adjust at any time and know that you are going to be okay. And that takes trust. It takes preparation too. Like I talked about self-care, education, human connection, um, you know, having a good foundation, but also trust. When you trust that things will work out, you can find joy in the process and not have disappointment on how things didn't turn out, right? And when I talk about navigating your plan, I talk about this in my book, um, Need More Time. I talk about navigating your plan. And that does not mean you only go one way. It means about making adjustments as you go, as you experience, you know, you know, things in the road. It, it, it means making adjustments as you go for whatever hurdles you come your way. But, but you know that you're going to get there. You know that whatever happens, you trust that everything's going to work out. All right. Step two, A, that stands for assessment. So assessment is all about, does this particular thing or relationship or whatever you're experiencing, does this fit into your bigger picture? Now there's, there's two things, two ways you can look at it. You can choose, um, there's, sorry, there's experiences that you can choose to invite into your life. And then there's experiences that are just happening. So like the pandemic is happening. You can't choose that to be out of your life because everybody's right. Everybody's in it. Um, but there are situations, uh, job opportunities, uh, social relationships, uh, things like that, that you can choose to be a part of or to not be a part of. And when you assess the value of them, you know, you can ask yourself, are, are they going to bring you joy? <clears throat> excuse me, is it going to add to your bigger picture? Uh, and that adds, you know, I guess it begs for further assessment. Does these different aspects of your life create balance? So I guess there's two, you know, aspects of assessment that are two levels of assessment I that you could really take a look at. The initial assessment, like situational, um, is this Am I choosing this to bring joy into my life or, or is there a way I can find joy in it? And is everything else in balance? Um, we'll talk about more of that, more of that in future episodes, because that's a pretty big topic. Uh, and I don't, I don't want to take up, you know, another 45 minutes every time, but, but to, to kind of summarize that again, it's assessment is all about taking a look at what you're experiencing and saying, does this fit into my bigger picture? Is this going to bring me joy? Is this going to create opportunities where I can experience joy? Or am I going to find joy in it? You know, um, and if it's not a good situation that you can choose yourself out of, then do it because, you know, you deserve joy. Don't forget that you deserve to be happy. Uh, you don't deserve to be put down or suffocated or, uh, you know, any of those awful constrictive feelings um, that, that take joy away from us. Okay, the third part of this 
formula is G, and that stands for gratitude. Simply practicing gratitude allows the worry, the angst, the troubles to melt away. You don't take those on when you feel the gratitude of whatever you're learning or whatever you're experiencing in that, in these moments. And being grateful goes back to the physiological response that your body creates when it senses you're experiencing something pleasant. When you are experiencing, or when you practice gratitude, you are, you are choosing the joy. You are choosing to say, this can be a pleasant experience. It doesn't need to be happy. It doesn't need to be, you know, like riding a roller coaster on, you know, in Disney World, if that's what you're into. Don't like roller coasters. I'm the spectator, just so you know. But, uh, but I know other people enjoy them. But it's not that, um, it doesn't need to be, I guess what I'm saying is joy doesn't need to be this all-encompassing happiness always. It can literally be the gratitude that you're experiencing knowing that A, you're on the right track, and B, it's all going to work out. And C, you're, you're grateful for the experience because it's going to bring you into uh, a better life. And it's going to bring you closer to your goals. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to enrich your life in ways that you may not even be aware of yet. You know, and as far as navigating in this time of craziness of this pandemic, I would suggest that gratitude... Um, assessment and trust all will help you move through this you know so all right I'm gonna end it there I want you to sit on that let that marinate for a little bit but to go over it again joy is the emotion evoked by well-being it's remember that you are capable of it you are deserving of it and you have the ability to offer it to others to help others and to make their day it's also important to experience joy because it sustains us both physically and emotionally, which I think is kind of cool, all right? Finding joy every day by practicing the formula tag, which is trust, assessment, and gratitude. And let me leave you with this. I've seen people during this pandemic reach out to help others in ways that they normally wouldn't. I have witnessed new ways personal connection I have sorry I have witnessed new ways that people are creating personal connection because they have lack of that physical you know in-person connection it, it's astounding to me how creative people are being I have I that I have observed people I am tongue-tied today and I'm apologize for that I but I have observed people, even myself, slow down and rest and reevaluate and reprioritize and allow more room for joy, which has honestly made my days brighter. These dark times are essential, I think, for growing and assessing opportunities for further growth. And all of this is essential for thriving. So just think about it. Seeds grow in the dark, right? Olives are pressed in order to make oil. Like they're physically destroyed in order to make oil. 
grapes are crushed to make wine, one of my favorites. Uh, and this is a powerful place of transformation. It's a powerful thing to witness. It's a place of evolution. It's honestly, it's a, you shed the unwanted and the unneeded parts of your life during times like this. So it's important to trust the process. It's important to assess the value of the experience. And it's also essential to practice gratitude. And in that, you'll be able to feel the joy. Thank you so much, friends, for joining me today. I love having you here with me. Please join me next week as we talk about the art of being busy. That's one of my favorite topics. We are going to talk about the concept of functional coasting. If you have any questions, don't hesitate ever to reach out to me. Happy to help you at you know with whatever you're uh, thinking about. You can find me on uh, moreroomforjoy.com. You can find uh, lots of information there about the things that I offer and previous blogs and podcast episodes. Please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you are liking these podcasts, I would really, really appreciate if you could leave a review to help others find this opportunity to find more joy in their lives as well. A special thank you today and always future and past episodes uh, out to my husband, Rob, who surprisingly and willingly recorded my intro in his accent. Um, to do a little finagling, but he did it for me and I'm ever, ever grateful. And also a huge thank you to my production assistant, Robert Baker, who just happens to be my oldest son and who's killing it on putting these things together and has taught me so much about uh, finagling the art of recording a podcast. Friends, I hope you have a beautiful week and I hope that you can spread some joy this week. Um, it's easier than you think and uh, you have it all within you and you have so much joy to give and I if you want to shoot me a message on how you have experienced joy this week I would absolutely love it all right you take care and uh, talk to you next week